Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. TuneIn is the audio platform with something for everyone. News. In order to secure convictions in a court of law, it is essential that we conclusively. Sports. The clock at four. Donchich. The step back three. You bet. Music. You set my world on fire. Even podcasts. Whatever you love, hear it right here on TuneIn. Go to tunein.com or download the TuneIn app to start listening. Mr. Fryer, let's go. Puffy is good, but Wu Tang is the best. Okay? I want y'all to know that this is ODB and I love you all. Peace. And after 12, it ain't safe. Lawrence Holmes, noon to two on Sports Radio 670 The Score and 670thescore.com in Odyssey Station. Previously on the Lawrence Holmes Show. Yeah, man. It's, I'm sorry. I'm sorry that I have to deliver the bad news that the bad man is still in Green Bay. I was hoping that he would not be there because I think that it would make it would have made the NFC North next year very interesting, no matter who was going to be the quarterback of the Packers. If it wasn't Aaron Rodgers, the Bears would have legitimately had a chance to win the division. Then you see the Chargers of have got Mike Williams on a three-year deal, and you're thinking, well, maybe that's the type of guy that the Bears would need. AFC West, man, telling you. NFL strikes again. Oh, we'll just pop up, and we got all this stuff. It's deadline day, and two of the most visible players in the league, one of them staying put, one of them's trading places. We'll just do this thing that we always do where we just decide that we're going to take over the, the news cycle, and then we just do it. We even take over the news cycle from ourselves. Think about the biggest stories in sports the last 24 hours. Calvin Ridley right now is probably sitting there like, man, they're not thinking about me at all. Great. Make me a bicycle, clown. I still say that he should just stay off Twitter for a while. It's probably a good idea. Let's get after it. Face Welcome in. My name is Lawrence Holmes, and I'm here with you until 2 o'clock. On the show today, Mark Brody is going to join me to talk about the Bears and the NFL and the bad man in Green Bay. We're going to do that. We are also going to talk about the Bulls as they get ready for their game in Detroit tonight. There's a lot that I want to I, – I think that we'll have enough time. Like I've, I, I told Brandon because we had a guest that we were going to talk baseball with. Jared Diamond was going to come on, but obviously things are so fluid – And I said, don't worry about putting another guest in that spot because I need some space to do some stuff. Hopefully, we'll have time for me to do both baseball and this Bulls topic as thoroughly as I want to do both of those things. There's a couple ways that you can hang out with the show. We appreciate if you are listening and watching twitch.tv slash Chicago 670 The Score. You can watch the show. You can throw it up on the TV. I do it all the time when 
I'm getting ready for the show and I want to watch and see what's happening in the studio with Dan and Layla, I pop it on and I'm able to put it on the smart TV. You can do that through the Twitch app and you can see I'm I'm rocking. I'm in the Hyde Park studios today. It still sounds really good, though, which makes me happy because I've been trying desperately since the pandemic started to get the right sound. And we're close, like we're closing in on it. So it still sounds good, which is the whole point. But you can see, like, I've got my my dibs, bobblehead, and all the other stuff that's here inside of my office slash studio. And if you're listening on the Odyssey app, we appreciate it, too. If you want to text in some of your thoughts, that's probably the easiest way for me to consume them. Twitch stream goes really fast. But if you want to text them, 312-644-6767 is the number. I want to start off today's show talking, continuing the conversation that that I was having with Dan and Layla about baseball because partially I didn't feel like I got to the nuts and bolts when we went through the survey that Major League Baseball sent me this past weekend. And yes, I thought it was user error. I didn't think that I was a particularly good talk show host. But I also went back and looked back and said, you know, I'm not sure that this survey is great. And it, I don't know if that's I'm not blaming MLB. I think that they fall. They fell into the same trap that I fell into in its point of view. It's. In some cases, speaking to the choir by the way that they sent out the the survey and even inside of this conversation that we're having about ownership in the players and them coming to an agreement on getting baseball back in front of you the fan i don't know if any of the bigger picture issues can be resolved i i also don't know if baseball cares as much as they seem to in sending out the survey i'll explain all of it after a quick timeout I want you here for this conversation. My name is Lawrence Holmes. You're listening to The Score. Lawrence Holmes, noon to 2 on Sports Radio 670 The Score and 670thescore.com in Odyssey Station. The clubs and our owners fully understand just how important it is to our millions of fans that we get the game on the field as soon as possible. To that end, we want to bargain and we want an agreement with the Players Association as quickly as possible. Yes, they would like to have something as quickly as possible. That was Rob Manfred giving the ownership point of view on the way the negotiations start. I don't ordinarily respond to texts like this, but I would like to to use it as an example. This texter from the 309 says, nobody, literally says, nobody talks about baseball having owners from a third of the league not even trying to compete in order to just hoard money and fielding teams with inferior players that also makes the game unwatchable. Texter from the 309, as I've told you privately, now I will tell you publicly and expound on the point. This is a big thing inside the negotiation. The idea that nobody is talking about it is really, really false, and it it displays to me that you're not paying attention to what the players are asking for. 
the players would like for there to be more competitive owners because if there are owners that are actually trying instead of just skating on the television deals and the revenue sharing that goes on inside of baseball, what that would mean is more opportunities for more players to get more salary. A big, for you, the texter, and the texter that may, for the, the listener that may feel similarly to this texter, this is a big wedge point in the negotiation. It has to do with them wanting there to be more competitive owners around the league. The thing that you, you say that you are craving for is what the players are fighting for. It is a, a pillar of what, what it is they're negotiating inside of this lockout. They don't want teams like Detroit and Pittsburgh to just be able to skate by and not put money into their product. And I imagine that if we were to have honest conversations with other owners, they would tell you, I don't want owners who aren't great at their their job just benefiting from the rest of us spending money and growing, and I'm using air quotes, growing the game. So understand when you say nobody is talking about this, the, the people in the negotiation, it is a main basis of the negotiation. Thank you for coming to my TED Talk. Now more of my TED Talk. I was thinking about this over the last couple of days because I relive shows a lot. And when we did the show, uh, when I was talking about the survey that I got, it was tongue-in-cheek. Like, I had a little fun with it. It was the actual survey that MLB sent me via email. But even with this, with, with, with getting it and receiving it f- via email and then filling it out and going through what I thought were some intrusive questions, but the idea of, is Major League Baseball is trying to figure out who their fans are. I think that that's abundantly clear. And and so I've been tinkering with like a couple of ideas and questions that I have about where baseball is right now. The main question that I, I kept coming back to is why is it that baseball, how is it that baseball became regional? Here's what I mean. Basketball is both regional and national, meaning Bulls fans care mostly about the Bulls, but they do care about the league overall. They care about what's happening with the NBA. They still enjoy the NBA product, and people are drawn to the NBA product that might not even have a team necessarily. It's not dependent on a fandom in a team to enjoy the league. Now, before you reflexively say, well, I'm a baseball fan and I love all baseball. I, I understand that that's the way that you feel. I would also tell you that it is not reflected in the ways that we judge interest. And yes, 
there's an argument that the way that we judge interest is a tad bit antiquated. That we do still look at television ratings and radio ratings and whether or not people are going out to games and and kind of use those as the way that we judge interest. But if we are to use some of those standards, when you start looking at, we'll use television ratings as an example. If you look at the, the top 100 rated shows in 2011, television shows, there's no baseball there. Even the World Series isn't there. Now, most of it is eaten up by football, both college football and pros. I mean, even basketball doesn't really, the NCAA tournament finals get there, but even the NBA doesn't get to the place where the NFL is. And the NFL is an example of a national product with passionate regional fan bases. But everyone will consume the playoffs. It doesn't matter. Like The Bears weren't in the playoffs. They weren't anywhere near the playoffs. And you watch the playoffs. You consume the playoffs. You bet the playoffs. You did daily fantasy with the playoffs. And more so, you were just interested. You wanted to see how the NFL season was going to play out. Baseball fans overall... I think that there's a responsibility that we feel to grow the game. And I think that has to do with the way that we're indoctrinated into the game. There's a romanticism of your, in my case, my father and grandfather, you know, my grandfather playing in the Negro Leagues, like that, that being my first like indoctrination of baseball and then them sharing the game with me, my dad taking me to games when I was younger, both sides of town. And then me not having kids of my own, but having nieces and nephews. And I try to tell them how great baseball is. And, you know, I, I, I'm pretty sure I brought my, bought my niece a little bat and everything like wanting her to love baseball and then play softball or whatever. I think it's the way that we were brought up. And I'm using myself as an example, and obviously that's, it's anecdotal. But when you hear baseball fans talk about the game, that's usually how we talk about it. The reason I love the White Sox, the reason I love the Cubs is because of this uncle or this auntie or my grandmother or whomever. And then we want to share it because it's a great game, because we love it. We love the idea of the strategy. I, I think that there is something to that, too. I also think for a very long time, there is an elitist version of a baseball fan that has allowed the trope of it's a thinking man's game to elevate yourself as a fan. I'm a baseball fan. It's a thinking man's game. You know how much thought goes into a game plan for football? I'm just saying. But I think there's some of that too. The part that I was thinking about when it comes to younger people getting involved with the game or more importantly, like them seemingly shunning the game. Like the game 
doesn't carry the same weight. There's nothing wrong with them. Um, I'm, I was doing my lesson plans, like getting ready for my class at DePaul that's starting it, it, later on this month. I'm really excited like to get back in front of students again. And any time that I get the opportunity to hang out with younger people and I hear some of their complaints about sports consumption, it's not them. And, and I think that we, and I'm, I'm putting me in here, we are also bad at bringing them along and trying to figure out the things that they may like that may want may want them to stay and stick and stay with the sport. It's a hard thing to articulate and then try and give that love to someone else. It's really difficult. And, and if we're talking about our own children, the, the royal we, like, it might be a little bit easier because then you can take someone to a White Sox game. But it's funny to me, like, that experience for a younger person. Like, I, I think about younger people that, that I've gone to games with or how parents talk about taking their, their children to games. And you know what? What do you talk about? It's not, you're not talking about strategy with the youngest of our fans. You're, you're looking at, man, I love that they, at, at White Sox games, they have the, the fundamentals deck and the kids can learn about the game, but they can also kind of be distracted because the game does take some patience. And it, it, it in some cases, takes some time to learn the type of patience to really enjoy and appreciate baseball at the level that the person who is listening to the sound of my voice probably does. And it's okay to, if, you, if your kid is, is tapped out after four innings of a game, it's totally okay to be like, okay, they got the experience of being outside in the sunshine and seeing the beautifully manicured fields and all of this stuff. And then what? Like, then how do we go about augmenting it? I think that, the, me personally, the best way to love baseball is to play it. But then we get into an even bigger subject of youth sports and how it's become such a commodity that there are a lot of kids that are either priced out or scheduled out of being able to play baseball or softball. Baseball fans, in my mind, are akin to hockey fans. And there's another fan base that I want to throw into this conversation. Baseball fans are, are less militant about it. Baseball fans are like, man, you, you, if, if I could just, baseball's great. And let me tell you why it's great. It's so great. It's America's pastime. And it's outside. And it's summertime. And it starts in the spring. And it ends in the fall. And it's this metaphor for life. And all of this stuff. And then we're like, and then there's the team stuff. And I love this team because this team does this. And I grew up here. And therefore, I'm connected, blah, 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 blah. And there's a please love my sport type thing. Hockey is very much like that. At the NHL level, it's please like my sport. The only difference that I've seen from my experience is 
a baseball fan will bring you along for the ride, will understand that you are a newcomer and will take a lot of pride in helping you like, well, this is how you score a game. And this is why scoring a game is important. Hockey people are like, love my sport. And if you don't know everything about my sport, immediately you're a poser. You're, you're a noob. And, and we don't want you here. But, but we're better than basketball. I feel like baseball fandom is drifting into that area, but we're still like, no, we get it. You don't know a lot about this game. Let me teach you about this game. It's a fun thing, and I'm going to write these weird hieroglyphics on this notepad so that I understand what happened in the game. And you can learn how to write in this language too. MMA fans are like, our sport's great. And if you don't like my sport, screw you. If you don't like MMA, screw you, because I love it, and I'm going to watch it. And if you want to come watch it, great. And if you don't, you can go away. I want to talk more about this, but I'm up against the clock. I want to share something, the love of baseball. My friend Clinton Yates, I think, did a really good job of articulating the love of the game itself. I'll share that with you next here on The Score. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Tune in is the audio platform with something for everyone. News. In order to secure convictions in a court of law, it is essential that we conclusively. Sports. The clock at four. Donchich. The step back three. You bet. Music. You set my world on fire. And even podcasts. Whatever you love, hear it right here on TuneIn. Go to TuneIn.com or download the TuneIn app to start listening. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. Lawrence Holmes, noon to two on Sports Radio 670 The Score and 670thescore.com in Odyssey Station. It was interesting watching the reaction after I was talking about sports and baseball fans responded exactly the way that I thought they would. And so did hockey fans. Baseball fans were like, yeah, you know what? Maybe we should try a different approach to things. And here are some of the problems with our game. How dare you say that about hockey? exactly the problem with your fan base 
And we saw it play out in real time here in Chicago where there were people who wanted to jump along and be a part of the party that was going on here with the Blackhawks, which we now know that party was funded by some horrible things. And there were a lot of people who were excluded from the party because they were they were Nouveau fans. Not Nouveau fans. If you're a fan of James Nouveau, you should be. He does a great job of talking hockey. There are people like him and Jay Zawoski that do want to take time to bring you into the tent. But there's a lot of other people you can't talk about hockey unless you know. Uh, if you weren't there for Savard, you can't. And it's it's part of the problem, I think, with why that sport doesn't grow. You're not a very welcoming fan base. And I'm telling you that as someone who loves hockey and still feels like an outsider. You don't make people feel welcome with your sport. And it's too bad because that sport is a gorgeous sport. Anyway, back to baseball because that's really what we're talking about here. A, a younger texter said, I've never heard the term thinking man's game. Texter's 25. At least that's what they say. Yeah, that's that's how we look at ourselves. Us, us old people that like baseball, we think of it as the intelligence sport. And that's loaded. Like, that's some loaded language that we're doing there. No doubt about it. I was really encouraged with the feedback that people got from Clinton Yates when he was on the show last week. I thought it was great. I thought that he, he spoke beautifully about his love for the game. Take a listen. I mean, it traces back to a very simple thing. I grew up in a city that did not have a Major League Baseball team, and I still loved the game. So my accessibility points to the game came through where I played, where people I played with played, the closest games I could get to. You end up covering the game, and you find out about guys that didn't necessarily make it to the bigs, but they were all over the place in terms of their particular personal journey, and you start to realize, you know, the climb of a baseball player is more sort of, I don't know, corollary to a normal person's life in terms of really trying to break through than people realize. You think about the people that are at the top. That's just one part of it, man. There's a whole system of roots that works for the tree of baseball that's just different and it's global and it's not necessarily rooted to the capitalism that is in Major League Baseball. And in many ways, well, it's just more fun, you know, and that's what I learned in the later part of my life when I decided, you know what, I'm not looking back. This is what I'm going to do with myself because this is what I love. See how beautifully Clinton spoke about the game, like the language that he used to talk about it. And with him, he's talking about it from preps to pros. He's talking about going to watch minor league games. He did a, an incredible, incredible piece about baseball in the Bahamas. And he's right. There is a globalness to the game that we acknowledge, but maybe we don't respect as much. How great baseball is in Latin American countries and the diversity inside of that, how going to a game in Puerto Rico is different than going to a game in the Dominican. It's different than going to a game in Panama and how going to a game in China is different than going to a game in Australia and how games in Japan, like how the game itself is essentially the same, but there is a globalness to it that we often ignore. I also think that whether it's me as a, a 46 year old and, and 
by terms of the the numbers, I'm actually a young baseball fan. Whether it's me or whether it's Major League Baseball or whether it's just you as a parent, I'm not sure that we know how to get through to younger people and share the things that they might find interesting. I don't know if we're asking them. I don't know if we're asking them the right questions about the game. And I also don't know if it matters to Major League Baseball that those fans of baseball want to share the game. And we look to them for some guidance on how to do it, and we don't get it. And it's really frustrating. It's the thing that ends up having us having a love-hate relationship with the highest level of baseball. Because we feel like they don't have the same, they can't convey the same amount of love for the game. That's why Rob Manfred being commissioner really bothers me. And they're not going to change it, even though that they should. For, for myriad reasons, but some of the reasons that I pointed out. That person, he is the front man for baseball. And it seems like we're just like, wow, this is the guy? This is the guy. It doesn't feel very good, and I'm not sure that there are a lot of good answers. But I needed to talk it through so I can keep asking myself hypothetical questions and asking you rhetorical questions to maybe get a better handle on it. And I appreciate you giving me the room to do it. I'm going to talk NFL with Mark Grody next here on The Score. Tune in is the audio platform with something for everyone. News. In order to secure convictions in a court of law, it is essential that we conclusively. Sports. That clock at four. Donchich. The step back three. You bet. Music. You set my world on fire. And even podcasts. Whatever you love, hear it right here. On TuneIn, go to TuneIn.com or download the TuneIn app to start listening. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only twenty-five dollars a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile, get four iPhone 15s on us, and four lines for twenty-five bucks per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for well-qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. 